Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. Well, what's also interesting, and another thing that hit me listening to this record is how much a lot of the Staring Into the Sun stuff, to me, sounds like the early Ignite stuff, before when Foster was in the band. I just kind of heard, like, just similarities, just in, like, in, like, the drumming and in, and in the, and in the guitars. And what's interesting is that so Foster leaves the band, you get Brian from 1134, um, and, and now he's an Into Another, like... Ignite are a totally wholesale, different sounding band than they were when they first came on the scene in the uh, 90s. And it just makes me wonder, like, had Uniform Choice been able, had the circumstances been able to be, like, you know, you talked about a third Uniform Choice record. It really makes me wonder what that record would have sounded like, because... It, it, I, I think it says something, you know, when you brought up Kevin Seconds and New Wind and all this stuff, I think it really says something when you've had success at doing something and you don't continue doing that particular thing, you, you want to push yourself. And so I, I think that that is, I, I, I think that you guys really did something that was necessary. Well, I appreciate that very, very much. Um, I'd like to think that if we did a uniform choice third album, it would have been 80% hard and another 20% where we would have said, I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. We're going to try a couple other cool songs like um, A Wish to Dream or or um, uh, Once I Cry or something like that. I, I know we would have done something like that because it was kind of fun to do those things. But I think we... I mean, in retrospect, we probably would have gone back to more of a harder thing. But again, Vic and Dave were done. You know, they were five years older. So let's say Pat and I, let's say Pat was like, hey, listen, I want to keep doing this. I'm not going to get to New York. Um, let's just have fun doing this stuff. I'm going to do whatever. And we'll pick up a new guitar player and a new bass player. Well, the direction of the the band would have still been led by Pat and I because we're, we were pretty strong vocal characters um, for what we wanted to do. Like I said, I'm going to say it again. For better or worse, we were very opinionated and very strong-willed in what we wanted to do. He and I got along really well because we were able to meld our ideas. We were very similar about what we wanted. So if you brought another guitar player in, let's say he was 19 years old and wanted to play hardcore. Well, that would probably, we would have played more hardcore stuff because we would have gotten a shot of adrenaline from somebody that really liked what we, what had been done before. So 
Yeah, uh, what if? Yeah, that would have been fun to do, but I, that band was never going to do a third record at that time. Too many people grow up, that were growing up and going different directions. In well, fact, we did the second we did the second tour with Pat Mahoney and with John Mastopolo, with completely two different guys, and had a great time doing it. You know, had a ball doing that tour, which was, um, I mean, we still played the same set. You know, um, that we did. We played half Scream for Change and half uh, Staring Into the Sun. Um, and we didn't do, like, She's Locked In. We didn't do any of that live. We, we would do Cut Up a Different Cause, I Am You Are, um, uh, Region of Ice, things like that, A Wish to Dream. How, how, how come you wouldn't do She's Locked In live? I mean, because just, you just... No, it, it just, it wasn't... It didn't feel we, we did a few times, hmm. but it was like, eh, you know, let's 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 keep the atmosphere here. Right. Right. You know, when you're in a studio, you can have fun and do some things. Right. But sometimes live, you know, we didn't do all of the Scream for Chain album uh, uh, songs. Um, we did some. And then when some of them got old, we, you know, like anything, you, oh, geez, let's do this tonight. Um you know, we always did, you know, Scream for Change. We always did Once a Cry. We did Use Your Head. Um, all those types of things. But, you know, it, it, the more the more catalog you have, the more you can choose from. So everything doesn't get old. Right. That's kind of. Well, you know, you mentioned Pat, and this is actually going into my last question. Do you ever sit back and reflect on what, like, the energy, like, from that friendship that you guys had? what it enabled you to do together. Like, like, have you ever just thought about that? And like, been like, wow, that's pretty amazing that from, from that, from the love of this music, we started a record label, we did this band, we were able to do all this stuff with this band, we put out these, you know, because there's a lot of the releases on Wishing Well, the bands, like, you know, instead, Youth of Today, uh, Shades Apart, all this stuff, like, they became like seminal bands in their time do you guys ever, I mean, like, do you ever just think about, like, wow, it really all began with, like, this guy that I knew and or this guy that I know and my friendship with him? Like, Well, yeah, I didn't. I, now that I've gotten back into playing a little bit more and, and reconnecting with old friends um, in the hardcore scene, and, and, you know, obviously we've done a couple of records and, and played some shows, so it's a lot, a lot of fun. It's nice to reflect back on... Um, where some people view um, what we did as positive. And that's all I really even cared about. I, again, I, I'm only going to speak for myself. Is I always wanted to add something because I loved this scene so much. I started in like 1979 um, and, and then just loving it's so much I found this was my identity and a lot of people share the same thing in the hardcore thing. They, they have this thing they, you know, you're kind of drifting a little bit and, you know, I played sports my whole life. I was lucky. I had a wonderful father and mother and, and, and support sisters, brothers, support cast. But this was mine. Right. Hardcore was mine. And it was such at its infancy, especially straight edge in 1980 in Orange County, you know, there was nothing going on there. So to be influenced by others, 
um, on the East Coast and, and, and with Kevin. You know, we Pat and I took it and, and made it our own. Not, again, not copying anything. I mean, that's flattery. I, I, I loved the, the uh, minor threat singles when the D- Discord 1, 2, 3, 4 all became out. I loved it. I loved what they were saying and, and the energy. And we kind of took it and said, okay, what can we do with this? And to this day, again, I'm, I'm 55 years old. The, the basic tenets that I took away from that as being a small little cog, all I wanted to do was add to the scene. What can I do? At first it was I went to all the shows. You know, I went to every show I could possibly get to. You know, I had pen pals. I did flyers. I did this. We got stickers. I bought their products. And then we got into it, and I started playing. We started playing music. And then we did Wishing Well. And then we were a part of it, right? So, but I, I, the, the tenets that I've learned of anti-obsession, anti-drinking, no drugs, all of those things slipped wonderfully into how I raised my three children, which are rock-solid citizens, wonderful um, very independent, very um, uh, thought-provoking, um, can share ideas with anybody of, of color, of doesn't matter your color, your sexual preference, men, women, it doesn't matter. They, they get along with and have friends with all of the people. I did my job, and my job was really started in its, uh, in its infant embryonic stages with hardcore as a kid at, at 14 years old, 13, 14, 15 years old. And that's what I take from, from this music. It's a lot bigger than just a sub, sub, sub um, character. I have many friends that have no idea that I play music, play music or play music now. And they laugh, bust up laughing because when they find that out, because, you know, they're like, What? Punkers were dirtbags in my school. They had mohawks and green hair and were all druggies and loadies. And I'm like, okay, well, a lot of those friends were still my friends. I didn't think any less of them. That's the main takeaway from this is nobody is immune when you try something new with uh, staring into the sun for criticism. I, I had no problem taking it. To this day, it's okay with me. um, I'd rather be spoken of good or and bad rather than never been spoken of at all. Because that means I didn't take the chance to stick my neck out to try to add something to the hardcore scene. And I did. And that's what I'm most proud of and I'm happy about. You may like some of the stuff. You may not like some of the stuff. But at least I, 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 I stepped up. And that's what I'm most proud of because it gave me friendships and a lot more that I ever gave it back. And that's truly from my heart. And like you said, it all began with looking at this thing that you love and saying, what can I do? That's my, how can I be involved in this? I want to be involved in this. I, I remember sitting in my room. I had flyers all over the walls going, what can I do? How can I be more involved in this? And um, I, I, it just, it doesn't get any better than that. I had a wonderful childhood young adulthood basically wrapped around the hardcore scene and the people in it.